Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. Are you an ambitious, goal-getting woman yet often feel depleted, sometimes even numb? Are you chasing success yet deeply desiring significance? Do you feel you're walking a tightrope of too much or not enough? From a young age, success meant safety, so I always achieved, but it wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be and I couldn't stop running. I feared one day if I stopped, it would all fall apart. Spoiler, it all fell apart anyway. In my darkest space, I went inward. I found the truth, my truth. I got to meet myself for the first time, to let go of shame and heal so I could help others in a deeper way. Imagine if you were able to unlock abundance from within, that it was no longer dependent on just what you do, but how you amplify who you already are through magnetic embodiment, emotional mastery, tapping into your intuition, and reclamation of pleasure. Oh yeah, we're going there. You're about to go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you stuck. It's time to awaken the mana within so we can go beyond the reef. There is a pressure that exists. We don't have to always know why. We, we also don't always have to know exactly where it stemmed from. I don't think, especially with the topic we're going to dive into today, we'll ever be able to truly pinpoint where it started from because this is generational. What I'm going to talk about today is about the idea of doing more and the idea of surrender. And when I'm talking about surrender, I had posted on my Instagram this past week and it really brought up a lot of deep conversations and I talked more from like a somatics perspective of what we hold in our bodies. I want to talk about surrender and surrendering to a void. So now this might be very confronting. A lot of what I want to share coming forward is confronting. It was for me. It was a big part of the work and the transition and the deeper dive into the barriers that hold us back. There is this idea that circulates. We've all seen it. We've all said it. And I'm not saying it's not my kai. It is. It's amazing that I will release what no longer serves me. And I think we think, I'm going to release it in one fell swoop. Like, release, (laughs) right? And yet we know, we know that the release happens in very small moments. So the doing more is what we are fighting against. The doing more, right? There is going to be this fight within ourselves, especially when we're diving into healing work, that I got to do more. But working on ourselves is actually along the same lines of continue to achieve, continue to run. And here's what I want to ask. What is it about creating a void in your life that you're resisting? We resist rest. We resist not creating. We resist being alone. We resist not producing. We resist not achieving. We resist 
blank spaces, especially on our calendar. Why do we struggle with meditation? Why do we struggle with talking out our emotions? Why do we struggle with showing that we actually have brilliant ideas that no one has ever heard before? Why do we struggle with this idea of always being busy and how else can I make it in this world and how else will I be useful and valuable and move my family forward if I'm not so busy? Why we answer with all the things we're doing? Why when people ask us how we're doing, we tell them what we're doing and deep down inside, all this producing and achieving and working is really to create space. We work to create more time for ourselves, to be with ourselves, with our loved ones. We work to know more because surely this will be the ticket. If I just learn more, I will, I'm going to work more, I'm going to create more, I'm going to know more. And then we work more to have more freedom. And we work more to be more for our families. And here's what I want to offer to you. This idea. You cannot be good, only great. You can't be great, only greater. Not greater, excellent. Not excellent, only perfect. Not perfect, only a war against ourself so the idea of the void is what i want to dive into today and i have actually been living through a void this past year as you have been hearing in the podcast this idea of things falling apart now when i say falling apart i don't mean like oh i'm you know broke and broken but to some extent i absolutely was broken And it's been an unraveling for many years. And I share a little at a time until it was like, this is what I'm called to. Yes, I would love to teach women about all that I've learned in business. And yes, I would love to continue helping you make more money and putting yourself out there. And and yet that is just not where my soul is taking me. And it's not just in hey, come to my class, or hey, sign up with me, or it's not even any of that. It's all about right now being a mirror and creating a safe space for you to create your own void. Oh, and that word feels like I can't be a loser. I can't be void. Like what value do I have? And so often we're truly afraid to be alone. How do I know this? Because I worked with so many women in business. This was the biggest wound that would show up. People aren't responding to me. It must mean that nobody loves me and I'm going to be alone. Oh, no one wants to join me. No one wants to buy from me. This idea of like, it's never going to be enough. So I'm not going to be able to live and my family's going to be broken. We're going to be on the street and then I'm going to lose my family and I'm going to be alone. The spiral, and if you peel off all these layers around fear of why self-judgment, because I don't want to lose my friends, I don't want to lose my family, because I don't want to be alone. We're so afraid of this void 
that we fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it, thinking that's going to bring us whatever the heck we're searching for. When it's really in the void that we find everything we actually need, everything we actually desire, and everything we actually truly are. So I want to go into this idea with relationships and call my for my doggy in the back. This is her walk time, but this one definitely needed to come through. Now, what I'm about to say, I have no doubt that this will challenge a few of you, especially because you might have be living in this paradigm of like, well, that's the teacher. I'm the student. She thinks she's better than me because she's speaking and I'm just listening. And it's like, I wish we could be sitting down and having this conversation so you can share with me your lived experiences. I That's kind of where... I want to frame this part of the podcast episode. I know I have a good marriage. I have an excellent marriage. It is not a perfect marriage. But what I'm sharing right now when it comes to relationships is someone who observed just her own parent and grandparents and family members and came from a long line of quote-unquote broken marriages and relationships and the way we grow up right is very linear well something happened to this person and that's why that didn't work out well that relationship didn't last because this person did this so that's why it didn't work out when it's actually the generations of the ways in which women have been taught to be very subservient to the needs of their families instead of really taking the time to understand who we were. I'm never going to shame everyone for have doing have done their best, given their best, given their love to the level of consciousness. This is my lived experience from observation. Okay, I had to really frame that very gently. I do see so many of the friends that I love go into these loops with relationships. This keeps happening to me. This person keeps doing this to me. This keeps coming up. I just always find these losers or I I hear this, I see this. And going through my own void... And inviting you to create a little void. And when I mean void, I mean space. Because you might be thinking, void, like I'm going to have nothing and feel empty inside. It's in this emptiness. It's in the emptiness where we get to have the space and the clarity and the newness. And this is the invitation, okay? going to go really slow with this because in real time what I wanted to talk about seems to be shifting so if you're here for it I'm, I'm grateful no one loses themselves no one actually loses themselves and I have heard this especially in relationships especially marriages throughout our marriage we were unofficial mentors for some reason and now I realize right every time and the the theme the theme was always and and it was a great teacher for my own husband to let his wahine be so liberated you know and and supported 
I just lost myself. I need to go find myself. I mean, how many of you honestly have said that? I, I know I did. I know I do sometimes. I know some days I'm like, whoa, I got to take, take some space for myself. I got I to gotta take a moment. We'll say, I lost myself in motherhood, you know, and being a wife. I, I needed to find myself. And not everyone, again, who loses themselves in a relationship, you know, always... And this could even be in business. This could even be in an endeavor, right? You, you dive in, and I've done this so many times. It's like this almost codependent behavior of not being able to truly understand and make space. You're just looking for more and more and more, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next person, the next person. You just you got to fill. You got to fill these voids instead of sitting in this void. Not everyone who loses themselves loses themselves to a relationship, Right? loses themselves to an endeavor and we give this oh this person completes me oh this job is everything oh this business is is it it's the one like it's the one when really this idea that it's the one they're the one when really you're the one it started generations ago and we are the recipients of this unconscious race of some sort some kind of race to find three things approval validation praise and it comes to the detriment of our own essence of our own true nature which actually can exist and flourish without any of that approval validation or praise I have yet to meet one woman who is void of forsaking her true identity for the sake of culture or society. One, you know, one person. Maybe now, maybe on the opposite side of doing deep internal work, but me, myself, I'm still unraveling in this way. And as someone who, again, watched broken, quote-unquote, broken relationships, it was really that... It entered, now we're looking back, no one really lost themselves in the relationship. They came already lost. They came already lost to who they truly were. We went into these roles. We went into these expectations. We went into what was modeled. We go into what we think will be good and then becomes the pursuit of that's not good enough. It has to be greater. There has to be more. I must be doing more. There's, it's not where I need it to be. He's not fulfilling me. She's not providing for me. There, there's all these things of like these voids that we think are going to come from external doing and creating and searching instead of letting the void teach us. This has been my exploration and yet the more has stolen where all the answers lie. So there's this what I want to offer. And this, again, just take what you want and leave the rest. Integrate. There is always going to be change, right? Like we know this change is inevitable. We hear this. We know this. We cannot always stay attached. Change is just but transformation 
transcending, that is intentional. The release, right, of like what no longer serves me, that comes from realizing how much you are holding that is not necessary. It's not your job to be the best version, right? Going back to like the good and the greatest and the excellent and the perfect and the it's a lifetime of war against myself. It's not my job to make everybody happy because I can't. It's not my job to live up to someone's expectations because I can't. Because this is my life. And the idea of more is a sickness that just permeates every woman's true nature. It's a sickness. And what is the medicine, right? What, what is the medicine? It comes through the void. No more filling the calendar. No more signing up for everything. No more making sure that you are always making sure everybody knows that if I do more, then they know I really care. It's these micro decisions to take your life force back. Your self-care creates void. How you spend your time, who you spend your time with, if you want to spend time at all, it's part of your void. Letting it drop. You're so afraid that it's going to drop, but allow it to drop and see what you are fucking made of. See how powerful you are without the external validation without the external influences allow yourself to see what is truly possible from you not from your business not from your partner not from all the external things that you have so tightly wrapped your identity around but what can you bring because it's what you desire it's because it's what aligns for your soul now Again, a million disclaimers always got to come through, but like, oh, it's easy for you to say. And I, I don't know. I, I'm always going to have so many different, <sighs> so many different people come back and give me all these things, right? Work to create space. Yes. Enoughness. Yes. Resourcefulness. Here's what I want to say about abundance and resourcefulness, especially because this is a podcast about stepping into abundance. A law of the universe is this. When you resource the world, it has no choice but to resource you back. Will it always come in the form of money? No, it will not. But I'm telling you, only in the void will you find space to have the magic, to have the healing, to have the brilliance and the light that you are so actually desiring, but it's not going to come through the next thing that you do. It's going to come through the next layer that you shed. It's going to come through the next time you say no and stand up for yourself. It's going to come through the next time you say, no, I'm actually going to do this for me because this is who I am and this is what I'm claiming. Okay, create the void. Don't be afraid of it. And if you're in a void of, man, I'm going to scale my business this year. I started it. I'm scaling it. It's scary. It's like, it's a void. It's who are you being during the void? Because that's the part two of this idea about a void. 
a void could be a very scary thing because you think you're doing nothing. But what could you be doing in the waiting time? Are you wasting it? Are you being intentional with it? Because what you do in this void, how much intention you give towards closing old loops like, ah, I cannot be alone. Will I spend some time understanding that being alone allows me to know myself like I've never known myself? I watched my parent go in this loop and I learned that lesson by observation right because everyone is either a warning or an example to you and sometimes they can be both that was a big clue for me growing up going from the relationship to the relationship I cannot be alone it will mean something about me it will mean I'm not a good woman I'm not a holy woman it'll mean I'm less than or I won't be taken care of or I'll be alone but the, again the fear of alone and then we enter relationships that make us feel more alone and more ostracized from who our true essence is and then comes the never-ending fixing ourselves. Now we're in the relationships trying not to feel alone because we're not connected with our true essence and so we go into this endless fix our body, fix our mind, fix our kids, fix our home, fix everything around us in hopes that we will find this and fill this void rather than taking the time to be in the void and look at the void and cry in the void and break down in the void. And it's what we do in this void that makes all the difference. Because you can absolutely have a void. Like life can just rip you apart and shut you down and you could lose everything and just sit on the floor. But I know you're not that person, right? I know you're not that person. That's not the way women are wired. As creators. As creatrix. Right? We're gonna do and create. It's just a part of our nature. This idea, again, that we're going to somehow arrive, we know we're not going to arrive. Because every time we think we do, there's another layer to meet. There's another layer to shed. And so with this idea of being good and good enough, so terrified of being independent and, you know, what, is, what could we really say what we really mean? Could I really share what I actually think? No, we dumb ourselves down. We make it more palatable. It's a theme that I'm going to keep speaking on because I see it, I feel it, I hear it, and it is to the detriment of everybody. But what happens to the women that decide, slowly but surely, I'm going to share these things. I'm going to meet these parts of my edges. There are ways that we avoid retribution at all costs, right? But what happens is we slowly chip away at our own inner power. The only way then is to shatter it. I know that sounds so crazy because there's no simple answer to this. And I'm not like, yeah, so there's a five-step process. No, these are old paradigms and generational and whether you have known this with like a little t or a big t trauma 
whether you're working through it or whether you're new to this, what we have kind of come to become acceptable and like, this is our homeostasis. This is how I exist in the world. This feels safe to me. This feels normal. This is what was modeled to me. So I'm good here. I'm good here. I want to ask you, are you truly good here? This good of busy, 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 of more, more, more. Of I got to keep going, going, going. Like one day, one day, one day I'll be able to fill in the blank. This work is going to take some valor. This work is going to take some grit. And this work takes surrender. The opposite of what we have been shown. Oh, so, you know, taking a deep breath, that was a lot. And trying to make it a little bit. There's going to be a deeper dive coming And this is going to be a space that I create, a container that I have created, which I desire to co-create with all of you because I know that I have been a course junkie, right? On the never-ending wheel of fix it, fix it, fix me, fix that, find the answer. Someone has the answer. I need the coach, the mentor that's going to fix me and tell me all the things that I can do better. And I am creating a space where we teach one another where we bring our infinite brilliance and light and truths and we come together to create a space that will move all of us forward. We get to be teachers with one another. Yes, there are going to be some guided explorations, but I won't say more beyond that. If you're here for it, everything you want to know is going to come next week. But thank you for spending time with me. And my challenge to you this week is to carve out space. Sit. Like just freaking sit for a second. That's where it really starts. And before the intrusive thoughts of someone needs me and I gotta be somewhere and this is lame and what is this all for? On the other side of this, this gift, right? As we were talking about, is authenticity. And having your own back like you've never had before. The fear of being alone is exactly what I am turning you towards. Be alone, sis. That's where it's at. Not forever, but creating being okay, being alone. Create that void. Carve that space and surrender to what can truly happen when you do. I love you. I'll see you on the next episode.